I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. All in. Giving God your mind. When we come to Christ, we dedicate our lives to love and serve Him. If we are authentic in that pursuit, we wholeheartedly declare ourselves all in. God spells out quite clearly what this means in Deuteronomy 6.5. There we read, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind. Later, Jesus repeated these words as recorded in Matthew 22.37, Mark 12.30, and Luke 10.27. He refers to this as the most important commandment and famously adds something to the original Old Testament text. Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. In my All In four-part series, we'll be taking a look at what it means to be all in by loving the Lord in the four ways spelled out in these texts. Though many of us can recite this familiar verse by heart, it's much more challenging to actually do what God calls us than to attempt as opposed to accomplish. What I mean is, accomplishing is much harder than attempting. And I want to start the series with the mind aspect of the commandment. We are all too familiar with the battle going on in our minds. Our number one deterrent to committing our entire being to God is Satan. He wants nothing more than to drive a wedge between you and God in every turn. Sometimes his measures are extreme, but other times they're more subtle. In an era of uber-distractibility, our minds are pushed and pulled in multiple directions. Technologically, our cell phones, iPads, and laptops bombard us with messages and promptings continually. Our work, fitness, family, and social schedules vie for our attention also, and the unexpected health challenges, emergencies, and occasional catastrophes also interrupt our time and our attention. We are careful. God can easily be relegated to the back of our minds rather than taking his rightful place in the front. In Colossians 3.2, Paul reminds us to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. Of course, when we read that, and even if we ponder it extensively, it sounds completely reasonable and even doable. But how often do we find our minds wandering this way and that, like a feather in the wind? Our goal should be to behave less like a feather and more like a twig, rooted by virtue of the branch connected to the vine. Jesus himself uses this analogy. In John 15, 5, he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is he that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Have you made up your mind that you're all in? Do you want to bear fruit? Are you a feather or a branch? Join me in settling in on God to rule and reign in the front of our minds. Let's relegate our distractions to the back seat so we can focus on his will for our lives. I'd like to read an excerpt now from my last book, The Vault Door, and this is entitled Keys to a Solid Fort Knox Lockup. When my autistic son was growing up, he frequently eloped. I learned this the hard way, and that meant extending far beyond that of two people running away to get married. It also refers to individuals who bolt or run away. Because of this tendency, we had to install 
a variety of locks around the house. We even had to switch to a key-only front door with no handle due to his unpredictable behavior. It was a running family joke that it was sometimes harder to get out of our house than it would have been to break into it. Our hearts and minds need to be secured tightly as well. This is so our thought life does not elope from the values and beliefs which are at the deepest cores of our soul, and we long to cling to that. We need to be intentional in locking out what doesn't belong in our vaults just as much as we need to secure what does. We can start by putting off our old self, as Paul suggests in Ephesians 4.22. He reminds us the importance of throwing off our former selves and any deceitful desires we might have. We can then allow God to put His armor onto us, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of truth, as we are told in Ephesians 6. We can then commit to screening what our eyes see, what our ears hear, and what our bodies do. We can ask God to help us keep intruding thoughts and behaviors at bay that run contrary to our goals and the plans and purposes that God has for our lives. The importance of this lockdown is stressed in 1 Corinthians 16, 9. A wide door for affected ministry has opened for me, yet many oppose me. These are the words of the Apostle Paul. We need to narrow our doors to limit access from our underworld adversary who wants nothing more than to intrude, distract, and destroy. Fort Knox, also known as the United States Bullion Depository, is blessed with what is internationally known as the gold standard of security. Constructed in 1936, the building walls are made of nearly impenetrable granite, concrete, reinforced steel, and structural steel. The roof is similarly constructed. Below ground, the building is divided into compartments and features, cryptic security procedures. Everyone who enters is provided with a separate instruction on how to enter the building. All these measures are designed to protect approximately half of America's gold reserves. How secure is your vault from intrusion or compromise? Is the gold God has refined in your life protected? Are you outfitted with the armor of God daily? Are you intentional about shoring up yourself from corrupt thoughts, images, and temptations from our anything-goes world? If not, the good news is that it's never too late to shore things up. In Psalm 91, David describes the Most High God as a refuge and fortress. When we trust in Him, He will deliver us. He will faithfully shield us with His wings. And in Isaiah 54:17, we are reassured by the prophet that no weapon fashioned against us will prosper. Join me in taking great comfort in knowing that these promises are not only vault-worthy, they are eternal. And the keys to kingdom living are partner with God in the lockdown of your mind and heart. And the doorpost is, the Lord is my God, my mountain, where I seek refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, my refuge, and my Savior. You save me from violence. 2 Samuel 22, 2-4 Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.